just anybody Help, you know I need someone AM 1600 KIVA, BQ.FM, I'm Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk with me, Tio and Tracy Venturi to kick off another Saturday right here in Nikiva. You can find them directly at welcomehomeabq.com. That's welcomehomeabq.com. Uh, Tigo and Tracy Venturi Realty. You can pick up the phone and also dial them 505-448-8888. That's 505-448-8888. Or again, one more time, the number one real estate website in the state of New Mexico. That's welcomehomeabq.com. That's welcomehomeabq.com. And on this edition of the Tigo and Tracy Albuquerque Real Estate Talk Show, Topics include update on real estate related bills from the session. Well, getting a little little uh, legislative update. That's good. 64 bills, you know, pass them or no. Uh, we'll get a little update there. Updates from the National Real Estate Conference. That's exciting. Always like to see if uh, the trend is our friend nationally as well as locally or if it isn't. And new home trends, opportunities and challenges, not to mention our homes of the week and all the expert advice that you get for free by way of their advertising right here in the Kiva on their eighth year going into, I don't know, show 400, uh, probably sometime in the next few months uh, as well. Tigo, Tracy, take it away. Seti, always Eddie. good I, to be here. I think we're at like 390, uh, shoot, I'll have to look, but yeah, we're somewhere in the 390s, I think, uh, uh, on shows. So, so we're, we, we're, we're glad to be back. We were out of town last yep. week at the National Convention for Keller Williams, and it was in Orlando, Florida. This is show 390. Seven. Okay, there we go. Three hundred or three more to get our to get our four hundredth. Okay, sorry. Yes. Well, so we were so, in Orlando. Talked to a thousand and one real estate agents. Okay, more than that. Well, there was about fifteen thousand agents there yeah. at the Orlando Convention Center. So we missed being on the radio last week. Yep. And um, quite the interesting experience being in Orlando. You know, everybody goes, "Oh, you went to Florida," and we're like, "We were inside a convention center <laughs> yeah. for four days." Yeah, and, well, and it, it was it, awesome. You know, anybody that's ever been to the Orlando Convention Center, they know that that place is just like it's massive. Monstrous. Like it's this huge, like complex or multiple complexes. Right? It's like the Las Vegas Convention Center. Right. Anyway, it was good. It was good to actually be back and be. Present. together with a bunch of people like in person without masks on. <laughs> so Tigo, yeah. you, you told me to make sure to prep for this and say, you know, what what were your takeaways yeah. from our I have got being at the national convention? I know we're going to get to those. So mine was, it seemed like the whole convention was kind of geared around being together and being a community and reconnecting and remembering our core values and what what an impact real estate has on the world, on people, on their wealth, on their families, on their comfort. And um, kind of just, I think the the being together thing was just reminding us all that uh, it's all important, everything we do. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, and, and it was interesting because, you know, I'm sure people would think, you know, if they go to a, an, an event like this, you'd think, okay, it's all about sales and sell more houses yeah. and all this. And and it really was not the theme at all. The theme well, it was, never usually is. You know, but it, it never really is. It's really about educating and how to, you know, take better care of our clients. Or market data, which we know that the Statomatic <laughs> keeps us all really smart with stats. But the, a lot of people get most of their data through going to this, you know. It was interesting because, you know, there's this big, long presentation that goes through the state of the housing market in the United States. And, and um, you know, most of the stuff I was like, yep, 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 yep. But it was it was good. There was a few things that jumped out at me. 
Um, and, and we're going to jump into that. One of the things I wanted to talk about today was some of the new construction and what's going on in new construction. And so, you know, if, if you've been, gosh, I guess unless you've been under a rock, you know that the housing market has some issues from from a, a, supply. a supply supply demand standpoint, right? There's, How many people live under a rock, T? Oh, I don't do know. We, why do we say know. that? Right? It's just an expression. Unless you've been I, under a rock. I don't know what it means. So, so housing. So we've talked about it on this show for two years. Right. So all of our listeners, they know what what we heard at the convention. But you have new stats about housing and what's um, why we're behind on housing units and how many and yeah, what's so, in the pipeline. So first off, let's talk a little bit about uh, just what's going on here in Albuquerque and then a little bit more nationally. But but here in Albuquerque, we've got the latest data from um, FHFA, which is the, 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 the group that oversees Fannie and Freddie that buy most of the mortgages, right? So they're right. very curious. Um, you know, the thing that was interesting when they look at the top 200 uh, metropolitan areas in in United States, Albuquerque obviously is one of those, or maybe it's the top 100. But the but the thing that that jumped out at me was, you know, there's been a lot of consternation about the Albuquerque market and how home prices have just gone up so much and it's unaffordable. And not that this is a a good thing, but it just is. Is our our market appreciation is actually less than than most markets, right. many many markets, especially uh, in the Sun Belt, right? We are we're, and then so this is the top 100 markets in the country, not 200. I said 200. Top 100 market. Albuquerque ranks 42 for appreciation in the last year. FHFA says Albuquerque uh, home prices uh, grew by 17 percent in 2021 in one year in one year um which is a lot <laughs> but it's but it's not you know round rock text you know uh, austin round rock which is 30 percent or cape know. coral fort myers florida 35 uh, percent phoenix mesa chandler which we're all very familiar with i mean 29 percent yeah, I mean, yeah you know it's always funny when you talk to people that you know they're from the east coast and they really don't know the west that well and you know you say oh yeah we're in albuquerque and they go oh yeah yeah i, I visited phoenix once it's like well we're, yeah, we we're, heard that a lot at convention yeah that, that, that's that's not it's, us. it's either i visited phoenix once or i drove through albuquerque <laughs> yeah, once exactly. right through the freeway <laughs> yeah we hear that we yeah hear that. Or, oh it's beautiful or, i drove through the freeway or once. breaking bad of course you know you hear yeah, that too yeah. um I guess I guess the, the the point there is yes, home price appreciation is is just gone nutty. However, However we're we're not as nutty as some markets. We're, we're half as much as those yeah. top markets, yeah. right? So yeah. yeah, much better, and and still most one of the most affordable cities in the South and Southwest. And and I'm not saying this, but I'm going to say this way that you could make the argument that Albuquerque has a lot more room to run for price appreciation than other markets. Now, I didn't say that. I'm just saying you could say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there you go. He could say that. Uh, you could say that. Uh, so, but, do you have but, more stats? FHFA? Anything? Yeah, yeah. And and the other the other thing that uh, I just you know looking at the the first couple weeks of the excuse the first couple uh, weeks of the month or basically th- you know first Beginning couple of the year. first couple months here since we're toward the end of February already, and. Um, We've hit another all-time low in the number of homes on the market in the greater Albuquerque area. It's under 600. It fluctuates right around 600. I think we dripped, dipped down as many as 560 homes in Metro Albuquerque this week, which is just, 
that that is such an extraordinarily low number of homes on the market. It's it's kind of hard to to you know put an adjective on that. Um, the thing I noticed though here in the first few weeks of um, the year is that every every week every day we have more homes coming off the market than are going on the market. So we keep having a deficit week after week after week. And so uh, not unusual for this time of year to see that trend. Um, we are hoping very soon people start thinking, okay, we're getting early spring here maybe, time to start thinking about getting your home on the market. Uh, I will tell you, if you're thinking about selling, obviously give us a call, but um, probably the earlier the better. There's lots of buyers out there. And we know there's lots of buyers out there waiting for homes to come on the market. And, and and as far as we've seen, Tracy, interest rates really, you know, even that big run-up in interest rates doesn't seem to have pushed a whole lot of people out of the market. Right. And we have great selling program to help our sellers maximize, you know, their home, get it ready. We can hold your hand through anything you need. We've got a lot of resources. So we can put our program to work for you and um, help you get that home sold how it works best for you. Any stats or anything else out of the convention in Orlando that jumped out at you? National convention, you know, thousands of real estate agents from all over the country. I, I don't think any stats that you haven't already talked about on okay. our show before. Some of it was, you know, the housing starts and why, how many millions of houses were behind in, you know, housing for people. Did you set that up on purpose? Yeah, just like that? I did. So, so I want to segue into a, a little bit different topic, which is... You know, we start talking about this housing shortage, right? We're short so many homes in this country, and people are like, well, why? What's going on? Well, why don't we just build more? Why don't we just build more, right? Um, and so I wanted to go on, go into some of the stuff that's going on, some of the trends in the new construction, as well as, uh, you know, some of the opportunities, as well as some of the, the, the down, you know, the, the, the well, let's just say, uh, the hard parts. The problems, right? I, I, I was going to say, I didn't want to use the word problems, but it kind of is. Um, I've heard different uh, analysts that, that specialize in the housing world talk about the number of homes we are short in this country. I've heard, what did I say the other day, uh, uh, the woman, the chief economist from Realtor.com, I think she said 5.8. 5.8 million. Million homes short, short uh, in this country. And that's been building and building and building that, that, that shortage over the last 10 years. Um, one of the, the the charts we saw at the the convention, Tracy, was you know showing how many homes are built year over year. You know, obviously we had that huge spike up until 2008, and then it just dropped away to nothing. And so what's happened now? Uh, home construction has just fallen behind the, the the household formation, which is you know the thing that um, a, a couple of interesting stats. So I saw on that Tracy was one is that. Um, there are less people per household than there used to be, which mm. also makes it that we need more houses. Does that make sense? Sure. Um, another thing I, I saw was homes are getting bigger. So this was a trend I, I hadn't really thought was a thing. So here's the chart, Tracy. And so it uh, after... 2009, when you know basically the, the the faucet just got turned off on new construction, right? Homes had had peaked out somewhere just over 2,500 square feet on average, 
right? Big. Yeah, yeah. And then drop down below 2,400 square feet. And then what's interesting is it started to peak back up all the way through till 2015. But you think about that, that were people, those were people, you know, most of that construction from about 2012 to about 2015 were custom homes because there wasn't a lot of big production uh, starter home communities going, going on. on. Most of that building was custom homes. Or smaller builders, maybe. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and then we saw, so that trended up almost over 2,600 square feet, came back down. But now, just in the last year, homes are getting larger again. So more in that 2,500, they dropped down to like 20, 2,350. Yeah, somewhere or? in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, 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 but now they've started to go up. And it makes sense. You think about the pandemic and the work from home and all Extra that. Extra right? space for being at home more and working from home, for sure. Yeah, that so one extra room, you know, that could be 12 by 12, you know. I mean, builders are going to build what the product that people want. And what people want right now is a home office. And right. we've seen that in floor plan adaptations from the new home builders in our market. And what about the, the multi-generational, too? Is that that's still going, right? It is still going. So multi-gen where there's like an extra casita within the house, you know, maybe a private door, a, a sitting room, a bedroom, and a, and a little kitchenette sort of separate from the rest of the house, but still a part of the house. We're still seeing that. Yeah. It's still, still a thing, for sure. Yeah. I think it's a great idea. I mean, no, it, it is. It's uh, a great floor plan. Some of them that I've seen are really nice. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely no doubt that the the pandemic, the way we live in our homes, the way we use our homes, changed everything forever. Let's right. say, you know, well, until it changes again. Yeah. <laughs> Which <laughs> I, happens. I love saying stuff like that. Okay, so uh, the other thing with new construction is obviously prices. You know, uh, NHAB, the National Home Builder Association, they say the average new home in the United States went up $36,000 in 2021. And I'm sure it did. I'm sure it did. Yeah. You think about labor costs as well as uh, material costs and material delays and the cost of money while they're building it, you know, just takes a lot longer right now. Yeah. We know a lot of people we have working with us, and we thank all our home buyers um, that are waiting for their house to be built. And it's exi exciting and it's fun, um, but it's taking longer. We have folks that are have put a house under contract last fall that are hoping to be in by like June. So, so yeah, I mean, so let's, you know, just some of the challenges with new construction and the reason we don't we're not just build baby build right we're trying you know the, the builders are trying to do as much as they can but there's a lot of challenges obviously supply chain issues right we've all heard about the supply chain issues we're not going to beat that up but you know we hear stories about garage doors taking six months it's always different every month you talk to a builder tigo this month it's windows last month it was garage doors now it's ac units or you know i talked to richard medina from, from fellowship homes the other day and he said black windows that used to be you know it's kind of a design trend or black you know black frame uh -huh. windows 18 months to get black windows <laughs> i guess so that's like, not going to be the trend that's not going to be the trend yeah yeah, yeah not yeah. going to be doing black windows this year so yeah that that's one of the things they're having to do is kind of change some of their design design ideas, you know, to the adapt tile, to what we can get. appliances, you know, appliances have been a challenge. So, um, you know, the supply chain issues definitely are there. They're better, but they're still, they're still there for the builders. Um, the other one, like you said, was labor, right? Just not as many 
Well, and the cost people. of labor too, because yeah. now to get that laborer to your job site instead of someone else's, you're competing a little more. Yeah. So we went to that talk from that uh, the economist from uh, Wells Fargo mm-hmm. a few weeks ago that Fidelity uh, Title put together. And he was talking, it's an interesting stat because it says there are more homes under construction in the United States since 2006 or something like that at the, at the peak of the boom. And you hear that at first glance, you go, oh, here we go again. We're going to overbuild. We're going to have too many homes. The problem, the thing is, is that they're just taking longer, so much longer to build now. To get the permit, to get the land subdivided, to get the infrastructure in. Yeah, everything's taking longer, not just build time. And and that's the other, one of the other big challenges here is just getting uh, uh, buildable lots ready to go. The timeline takes a long time. So but, all, all indication is that demand for new construction is going to stay there. It's going to cost more for new construction. There's no sign that it's going to, you know, prices are going to go back down because the demand is still there. However, we have a lot of neighborhoods that have come on the market in the last couple of months by a lot of big builders here. So we have homes in the pipeline. So if you're thinking of getting a new, newly constructed home, call us and we can tell you where those neighborhoods are. Because a lot of times, you know, you go drive around and you stop at one builder, but you might not know that a half mile the other direction, there's another home builder that you can consider. So we know right now that in Las Lunas, there's several new communities with homes under construction, uh, Albuquerque's West Side, even Volterra near the Air Force Base, um, Rio Rancho. There's some other infill projects around the city. So um, give us a call. We'd be happy to help you with your new construction. A lot of people think that um, they can't use a realtor for new construction, but of course you can. So this is Tigo and Tracy Venturi with the Albuquerque Real Estate Talk. And it's easiest if you call us at 448-8888. That's a pretty easy number, 448-8888. And um, we can find out how we can best help you with uh, your real estate needs. Next. Yeah, so uh, one thing I I wanted to talk about was the uh, real estate community and some of the advocacy work that we do. So the National Association of Realtors, the New Mexico uh, Realtor Association, the local Greater Albuquerque Association of Realtors, one of the things that we do is a lot of advocacy work, meaning um, lobbying. Right <laughs> for, for for things that that have to do with housing and uh, and and property rights for for people. Um, obviously, we just ended the um, the the short session here in uh, Santa Fe, and I want to pull this up here. and And there were a few bills that were, um, let's just say, a little uh, could have been pretty challenging for people that own own real estate. Let's just put it that way. Uh, the short of it is um, the ones that were really pretty heavy-handed for, for property owners uh, got defeated. Um, there was one related to, they called it um, housing modernization <laughs> bill, but it really had to do with uh, tenant rights and landlord, uh, well, it placed a lot of liability on landlords and, and really could harm mom and pop landlords. You know, I think in a lot of um, places, people think the landlords are these big corporations that have so much money and stuff, when in fact it's mom and pop down the street who have the house they you know grew up in or they bought as their first home that they now have rented out. And 
that's that's who that bill would have really hurt. Yeah, it really would have. And it, the short of it was it gave uh, tenants um, basically a lot more time to be able to stay in a home without paying for it or a rental of, of, of any kind. And, um, and so that, that one, that one got defeated. And I mean, you know, tenant rights and all that, there's some, some great stuff for tenant rights and tenants deserve rights and all that. And people shouldn't be taken advantage of, and they should focus on that, not just doing this blanket sweeping thing that makes it harder for everybody. Right. Um, the, the other big one that they were, <laughs> was a transfer tax. Um, that one, uh, thank goodness, uh, didn't go anywhere. Basically, it was going to be a, an additional tax on the sale of real estate. And so that one didn't get anywhere. Um, there was one other one that was, uh, it was actually part of the crime bill, and it had to do with uh, crime theft and like uh, chop shop and stuff, or excuse me, copper theft. So, you know, one of the, 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 the problems anybody that's been in construction knows this is, you know, people go and steal copper out of a house or pipes or wiring, and then they go and sell it on the, at like chop shops that, that do it. So anyway, they tighten that up, which, which again, that kind of, that helps construction as well as the, the real estate community. So I just wanted to say, you know, anybody that um, uh, is interested in these things and, and just know that the realtor associations are out there fighting for, for home ownership rights. Right. Um, Tracy, the where do you think this year is going to go for real estate? I'm going to put you on the spot here. Wow, I didn't know that was on the agenda. So just, you're talking I, about home price appreciation or depreciation? I, I, all of the above. So I think that this year is... Uh, we're going to continue to see home prices rise. Mm -hmm. Interest rates, you know, I wish I knew based on the Ukraine situation and Russia how that will affect it, but I think it might keep interest rates from going up might maybe as high as they had intended this year. Yeah, it might put a, a damper on some of that. There's been a lot of conversation now, you know, is this going to slow down the economy, which would in turn make the Fed not raise interest, you know, the, the prime rate as much, which again trickles down into eventually to mortgage rates. Um, I think that houses are going to continue to be scarce. It's going to continue to be a seller's market. Um, there are lots of financing options for buyers, lots of great plans available for home buyers that they can take advantage of. Um, and if they have decent credit, you know, I think that it's, it's fair and good. And well, it's a, it's a, it's that old question. When's the best time to buy a home? Five years ago, right? You know, wasn't the second best time today? Yeah. So I think, you know, that it's still a good time to buy a house. I know we're always looking, and you know, over the long run, if you're going to hold it for a while, it's it's a good time to buy a house. So that's what I think for, for from the a year. financial standpoint. From a financial standpoint, yeah. It, you, especially if you have to want a primary residence, if you need to live somewhere. Our houses are still more affordable with interest rate increases than renting. And you get to choose your house. You get to make it your own. You get to plant the garden. You get to paint the walls. You get to enjoy it and live in it and know it's yours and yeah, make it your own. It's all those other reasons than just the financial. You know, uh, you know, most people, most of their nest egg is in their home. Right. Most people. Um, and that, that own a home. Um, and 
what's been happening, I, I, I listened to a podcast of these big brain guys, you know, talking about the economy overall. And they were, they were just saying, you know, people that own homes right now are in a really good position. Right. You know, that's not me saying that these are, you know, quote, the experts. Right. And there, there's nobody, there's just nobody out there saying that home prices are going to crash. Right. You know, you know the other thing um, that I think we're going to see this year, because we've already started to see it a little bit, mm-hmm. is property management, um, mom and pops and smaller peop- smaller holders of property are going to sell and take advantage of the market and move their money somewhere else and just take advantage. Because we've had some people who own three, four rentals calling us saying, I'm ready to take advantage of this market and sell those properties. And I think we're going to see more of that in in the coming months. Yeah, I, it, honestly, I'm going to say I hope so, because we it would be nice to get the, that freed up. Of course, now that takes it off the rental pool market. Right. Right. You know, so it's it's just like, well, okay, we help we help people that want to buy, but now we're 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 um, removing inventory well, from the rental market. We may be, but we know some of the buyers are also buying to rent it. So there could be some that end yeah. up being rentals that weren't even rentals before and some That's a fair point. that were rentals that continue to be rentals because you know, we get calls every day of people who are wanting to buy a rental property. They they know it's wealth building. They've yeah. been listening to us and to everybody else saying this is how you can build the most wealth is through real estate. I've, I've, in, in all the years I've been doing this, Tracy, in the last few years, this is the most I've ever seen people talking about real estate as an investment. Right. It's, it's interesting. I think we've moved the market. Ah, there we go. That's Just it. Well, kidding. of course we did. Yeah. You know. So, um, uh, I, one, one last thing on that I just wanted to say. The, we were talking about new construction and some of the trends there. One trend that, that is coming to Albuquerque that hasn't quite hit yet, but it is coming, and it's the build-to-rent single-family home trend. And if you haven't heard about this, this is happening all over the country. There are – I saw a stat. Where, what was it? There was – You saw a stat? I know. Can you That's believe un- that? unbelievable. I know. I know. I saw a stat, so, and I actually paid attention to build it. Build-to-rent. So they're building – Many homes, like a neighborhood, Correct. and they don't intend to sell them. They intend to rent them. Correct. Right. I'm Instead just being of, really clear because yeah. that's a new concept for our, our listeners. It is. Instead of a, a you know a, a apartment you know development and they're you know doing multi unit that way, what they're doing is they're just building a bunch of single family homes, standalone single family homes, and turning them directly into rental properties. The big trend that's happening all over country. There's literally billions, multi-billions of dollars being poured into that around the country. I know it's huge in markets like Orlando, Texas, you know, Florida markets, California. Well, California, not so much just because they're high-priced Phoenix. And I've talked to a few people that are in the know in the Albuquerque area, and it's coming. It's coming to Albuquerque. So switching gears real quick. Yeah. We're getting close to the end of our time on the radio here today. I want to tell everyone, you know, the the coming soon homes, you know, Eddie said Tracy's going to talk about coming soon properties and um, open houses and things. We have coming soon homes. We have properties um, in the pipeline. We have open houses scheduled. Best thing is to get on our website at in, at welcomehomeabq.com. Tigo has taken everything from the multiple listing service and made a tab there so you can conveniently go 
from your computer, from your phone, from wherever that you get your services and find open houses and coming soon properties. As well as just listed in real time. So as new homes hit the market, you know, uh, through the local Albuquerque MLS multiple listing service, they, uh, there's a feed right there on the homepage, new listings as they come into market. And in this market, kind of got to do that. We have a couple interesting ones. I can't give full details yet because of being fair to everybody. Um, but we have some uh, small multifamily. We have um, different parts of town. We have, um, we have one coming in the near North Valley, um, probably a condo downtown we have a couple different things that are that are in the hopper so if you're looking for something give us a ring at 448-8888 we'd be happy to connect you to one of our home buying specialists who can kind of be that bird dog for you get get the inside line on stuff and if you're thinking of selling we've got a couple great agents that work with us whether it's us or them that um, can meet with you and talk with you about getting your home ready to sell and maximizing it and putting our our program to work for you yeah I think I think it's important to recognize you know there's 4,000 real estate agents in the Albuquerque area and you know we're all for the most part independent now we're a unique situation because we're a team of 30 we all work together and you know we have a huge budget for marketing which which honestly a lot of real estate agents do don't have um, and and not everybody does everything the same way right in, in this current market condition every home's gonna sell right I mean homes are selling uh, everyone most of them there's a few that are out there that aren't selling for various reasons but 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 the the point is are you getting the service that your home deserves are you maximizing the value are you maximizing the equity that you're 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 taking and i was going to say extracting that sounds a little a little too uh too uh, mechanical but basically are you getting as much as you can you know are you getting the highest and best price are you putting the best marketing out there are you creating the bidding war are you creating the 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 buzz around your home and that that stuff matters it It makes a difference so we we use our launch program and so we'd be happy to talk with you about that program and how it works to help you maximize you know when you sell Tigo, we don't talk about it a lot. Over 500 properties a year. Mm-hmm. You kind of know the ins and outs of it and what makes a difference. So we put that to work for you. We've, and, got, uh, we've got all the, the bruises and scars that, that come along with uh, being that busy, which is great. No, and it's it, we have a great team and they do a great job. And so we're yeah. blessed. Yeah. So that's it, right? Yeah, Thank you yeah. for uh, joining us today. We're happy to always be here on Saturdays and sharing real estate with you. What did I say? Show four four hundred no three hundred ninety seven, and uh, it's Albuquerque Real Estate Talk. We're the Venturi Realty Group with Keller Williams Realty, and you can reach us at 505-448-8888 or welcome home, abq.com.